T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. On 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Don't forget, if you ever miss an episode, you can always visit knssradio.com to find a link to podcasts of all our previous episodes there. And make sure you like and share the John Whitmer Show on Facebook. And, of course, follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer. That's the best way to stay informed on all the latest show updates. To no one's surprise, the nonpartisan Congressional Budget Office announced just before its passage that the Build Back Broke Act would add $367 billion to the national debt over 10 years. Nevertheless, Democrats passed the bill anyway. I mean, after all, socialism, you know, has to happen. They, they've just got to push their agenda. Joining us now to share some light on the process is our very own 4th District Congressman, Ron Estes. Congressman, thank you for joining us this evening. It's nice to have you back on the show again, my friend. Yeah, well, it's great, John. I appreciate you having me on the show. Uh, we really appreciate you taking the time here, uh, your Thanksgiving weekend. It's very nice of you to, to kind of step away from the, the turkey. I hope you're you're sitting there uh, celebrating your, your, on, a, on a trip to fan high, shall we say. Yeah, it's it's great to have a few days where I, I didn't have any official events, so we're able to, able to do this and, and enjoy a turkey and mashed potatoes. So, Ron, let me ask you about this. Nancy Pelosi, Joe Biden, they said all along that the bill was 100% paid for. I know this is Democrat math. The CBO now says it adds billions to the national debt. Clearly they were lying, or they're just idiots, one way or the other. But it does, the math doesn't add up. No, it certainly doesn't, and, and Joe Biden should have known better. I mean, all, all it takes is uh, recognizing that, you know, if you're trying to pass a $3.5 trillion bill, it doesn't cost $0. And, you know, I'm I'm kind of disappointed in, in some of uh, my fellow colleagues uh, from the Democrat side of the aisle who – who made this uh, initial show that uh, they were really concerned about the deficit and, and really didn't want to, uh, uh, to to vote for the bill if it if it increased the deficit, and yet at the end of the day when they saw the facts, they basically they just uh, they talk the talk but they don't don't walk the walk when it comes time to vote. Well, yeah, only one of them actually voted against it, and yeah, hopefully, 
selfishly, that may work to our advantage as Republicans, that we may win a few more seats here coming up next year. But in the meantime, I mean, if you look at this bill, sunset provisions included in the, quote, Build Back Better Act prevent some of the programs from being counted through the full 10-year analysis. But if you look at those provisions, and if they actually become permanent, and much, I don't know if it's at the federal level the way it was here in Kansas, but I think you and I both know, the minute you give an entitlement, nobody ever takes them away. If if those things actually become permanent, the package would add up to something like $2.5 trillion in, in addition to the national debt, right? Yeah, it really was. I mean, they, they, they used very, very, uh, fuzzy math and, and actually some gimmick, uh, that, uh, they, they did with the budgets. And, and basically, so they, they said, uh, the programs they would create, uh, they, instead of counting and running for five years or running for ten years, they said, oh, we'll, we'll sunset those in, in one year or two year. And that allows them to, uh, on paper say they only cost so much. But we all know, and even even going back to Ronald Reagan, I mean, he's the one that uh, actually promoted it, and and you know, he said no government ever voluntarily reduces itself in size. You know, government programs once launched never disappear. Right. And actually, a, actually, a government bro- bureau is the nearest thing to eternal life that we ever see on Earth. Yeah, it's sad. And another lie in this bill was. They, they kept saying that people with under $400,000 aren't going to see their taxes increase, but there's a whole bunch of new taxes in the bill, like cigarette taxes, minimum corporate taxes, and we all know if you tax businesses, they're just going to turn around and pass that on to their consumers. So the whole thing's chock full of tax increases, too. Yeah, and, and you know, taxing nat- raising taxes on natural gas, I mean, that's yeah. going to start hammering people home this winter. Uh, you know, it's going to be bad enough already with, with all the horrible uh, policies that Biden's put in place to, uh, uh, to to raise the price of gas and and, and uh, uh, gasoline at the pump, as well as as our heating oil, and it, it's it's a mess in terms of what uh, what they're doing through the administration. And uh, you know, if this if this bill ever became law, uh, which uh, thankfully it's it's uh, got to head to the Senate and, and before it uh, could become law, and uh, you know what they're saying over there is at least. Uh, Joe Manchin and, and Kirsten Cinema are uh, saying they're not going to vote for it the way it's written. But you know, it, it raises taxes on so many people. It, it uh, and, and then it gives money away to millionaires. I mean, basically, they increase the state and local deduction for millionaires uh, to, to uh, get up to eighty thousand dollars each. I mean, they they've got electric vehicle subsidies for people making up to five hundred thousand dollars a piece. So it's it's shock full of uh, payoffs for uh, their rich voters, and in the meantime, the working class is really going to get the, the short end of the stick. Yeah, it it really is kind of funny. I'm glad you mentioned what happens next. It goes over to the Senate. Hopefully, it dies there. I mean, do you think? Obviously, if it does come back, it won't be the same bill that you just passed. What do you think will happen next? Yeah, I I'm I'm hoping that it never sees the light of day coming out of the Senate. I mean, that's what I'd like to see happen. Uh, my my fear is that uh, at some point in time there is a, a line in the sand that uh, that uh, Joe Manchin and, and Kirsten Sinema will will cross over and and they will vote for something and and then it comes back to the House and you know as we've seen 
the the House members, the Democrats that say they're concerned about fiscal responsibility, all they are is just talking about it. I mean, when it comes time to vote, they're they're not uh, they're not voting, and and we know the media is not going to report it. Uh, in fact, part of the reason is that they they're getting a tax break. So news media outlets that have less than fifteen hundred people are going to get a tax break out of that, in spite of all the stories and fake news and and liberal bias that they have. Uh, so of course they're not saying anything bad about this bill. Well, hopefully, uh, you know, when it does come back, some of the quote-unquote moderate Democrats will find their spines again. We're talking with 4th District Congressman Ron Estes. You mentioned a minute ago inflation. Just this week, a new report found the price of fuel oil is up 59%. Gasoline is up 50%. At-home delivered natural gas is up 28%. It just seems like the perfect time for your colleagues to pass a $2 trillion Green New Deal. I mean, it's just, it's, yeah. it seems so counterintuitive, Ron. It is, it is so bad. And, and you know, the, the whole definition of inflation is there's too much money chasing the same amount of goods. And, and so you end up uh, bidding it up, basically, is what happens. And so when the government spends all this money and throws it out there into the economy, uh, it, it's it's going to raise prices. Or when you have bad government policies, which which the Biden administration is forcing on all of us, uh, it, it's it's a horrible thing. And I'm a big a big opponent of inflation because it hurts the the working class people. It hurts the the, the lower and middle income folks that are that are getting a paycheck because they they can never catch up. They can never keep up with uh, with those rising prices. And the bad part about inflation is it's it's not just a one time thing. But it builds upon itself. So if if one month inflation prices go up five percent year over year, and the next month they go up six percent, well, it's on top of the previous five percent. So it, it just adds up over and over again, and 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 causes such pain and suffering for uh, you know the working class. I uh, I know you've probably got pumpkin pie with whipped cream on your mind, but I, I wanted to ask you a little bit about. Something that White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki said uh, recently, she said private businesses with 100 employees should go ahead and move forward with implementing uh, Biden's vaccine mandate, despite the fact that OSHA you know, has suspended enforcement of the order due to a court order. Uh, you know, is this White House completely tone deaf, Ron? I mean, they've got multiple lawsuits. You've got likely challenges from state levels, from state governments. Our Kansas, you know, legislature just passed ours. Multiple lawsuits, and yet the White House is saying, ah, just ignore the law and go ahead and do it anyway. Obey us anyway. Yeah, it's it's not – not only are they tone deaf that, you know, the American people are saying they're wrong, uh, but over and over again, the courts are saying that they're unconstitutional in, in what they're – they're trying to bring forth and it's just a government that's trying to be uh over overwhelmingly controllable and dictatorial on everything and every front and they don't they don't care about what's right they don't care about the the law they don't care about the rules they just want to do it their way and it, it's really unfortunate you know even even you know this week they said that well they're going to go court shopping now because you know one one federal court said uh, they had to stay their execute or stay their uh implementation of their mandate and and so they're going to go see if they can find another court that uh, allows them to go ahead and go forward with that so it, it's really unfortunate that 
the executive branch uh, has become so so tyrannical in its process. And, you know, that, that's really why our government was set up as, uh, uh, you know, the three, three legs of the uh, three branches of government because they knew, our founding fathers knew that their example from either monarchies or seeing dictators out there that uh, uh, that power would go to the, the executive branch's head, and so you need to you need to have uh, some some checks and balances in that. Yeah, yeah, I, you know, I still find it ironic that the same folks who insist you have a right to choose to kill your unborn baby now claim you don't have a right to choose when it comes to a vaccine. And and again, I know you've been very outspoken about. Folks who want to get a vaccine should get a vaccine, but it, it just, it's so ironic that they're forcing this issue. At the same time, they're adamantly defending, you know, taxpayer-funded abortions. It just, the, the hypocrisy is, is glaring. Um, the, the House has been busy lately with the two major bills. Thank you, by the way, for voting no on both. Um, I'm sure they're planning to do more damage before the end of, uh, before they have to start working, worrying about re-election, what's next on the agenda? I mean, they, they've done a lot of damage. Do we have to worry more, or are they going to finally maybe calm down, name a few post offices or something? Yeah, the, as you said, it's, it's sad that they put so much emphasis on this this program of bills that they wanted to pass to, to actually spend more money. In the, in the meantime, they haven't been focusing on what they needed to do. You know, the, on on December the third, the government's at risk of shutting down again. Uh, we'll have another Schumer shutdown if they can't come back and get um, get appropriations done for the year. Uh, right. Our funding expires on December third. They'll get mad at you guys if you won't vote for that, right? Even though it's chock full of new spending. Well, yeah, and that's that's the the big hype that they're putting out there is that the you know Republicans are keeping the Democrats from uh, uh, funding the government and 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 raising the debt ceiling. When in reality, the Democrats keep spending so much more money that uh, the debt just keeps going up and up. And you know, both the debt ceiling and and the uh, appropriations uh, expires this month or expires in December. And uh, they really haven't been focused on that because they've been uh, focusing on what are the power grabs they can do. Well, I, I appreciate again you taking time on your holiday weekend to come and join us. Uh, if folks are interested, I get your Ron's reads, your email. Um, but if folks are interested, what's the best way for them to, you know, sign up for the email for them to stay in touch with you, Congressman? Yeah, the best thing to do is go go to our website, estes.house.gov, and they can actually sign up for for our email uh, newsletter. Um, you know, we we'd like to figure out uh, ways that we can get the truth out there because uh, you know that you're not going to get it uh, through through the mainstream media and you know so many things that are out there that are uh, fake news that's on on social media as well. Uh, so if you go to estes.house.gov, you can sign up for our newsletter. I promise we won't uh, we won't sell your email address and <laughs> and obviously it's, it's an official one, so it's not like it's a political campaign. It's either it's got to come from our our government account. No, I like I said, I get the Ron's reads. They're great. They get links to great articles, and it's always informative. Congressman, I, I appreciate you again for joining us, and I hope you had a happy Thanksgiving. Thank you for joining us. Carry on the fight, my friend. All right, great. Thank you, John. We're going to pay a few bills, and when we return, we'll talk with Kansas Chamber President Alan Cobb about why their members were concerned about the special session and whether or not they eventually supported the final bills the legislature passed late Monday night. 
You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.